You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Happy December, you guys. We have made it to the last month of 2020. And I know, like me, you are so ready for this year to transition. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to tell you about two really special live virtual meditation events I have planned in this transition from 2020 to 2021. The first is Monday, December 21st, the winter solstice. If you've been listening for a while, you know this is my favorite time of year to teach an extra special meditation. Aside from the two winters that my children were born, I have taught every winter solstice for a decade. I love this transition. So on Monday, December 21st, my normal Monday night meditation class is going to transform into a 90-minute winter solstice meditation celebration and ritual, almost like a mini retreat. I'm really looking forward to sharing this. Now, I know not all of you are in the same time zone as me, of course. You're welcome to join in live. You also can get the recording if you want to watch it in a time that fits with your uh, sleep and wake schedule a little bit better. The other event I have coming up is on Friday, January 1st, New Year's Day. I am going to be hosting my very first live virtual meditation retreat. I am super excited about this, you guys. And it's small, okay? It's a mini retreat. We're doing two and a half hours. I know you don't want to be on Zoom longer than that. But I think that it will be an extra important time to come together in community, even virtual community, to feel that sense of being in a circle with others, to bolster your meditation practice. And more than anything, what we're doing in both of these events is giving ourselves the time and the space to acknowledge and release what has happened in 2020 and to intentionally create some space and some light around what we'd like to see in 2021. This is really, really powerful work, and it's what our meditation practice is for. It's to help us move through transitions in an intentional way. So after this episode, hop on over to the show notes, scroll to the bottom. You will see the link for both events. Click on them, check them out. There should be a little donation option. So if money is an issue this year, like it is for so many of us, there is a donation-only option. Give a little tiny bit. Come join. Don't let money be what stops you from practicing in community. I love you guys. Thank you for being a listener this year. I hope you enjoy today's episode, and I hope I get to see you on the 21st or the 1st. Okay, 
Welcome to your practice today. Glad to have you guys. Um, we are adding a second tool into our practice this month. And so you'll remember from last week, from the first class in the series, we started by really reflecting, I think, on the lesson that the winter solstice can offer us in our meditation practice, specifically in this moment, right? So we talked a little bit about the idea of before humans understood how the earth revolves around the sun, and we get to this specific time of year when it seems like the sun has suddenly stopped moving, and we're facing this unknown and scary time, just as we are today, what do we do? How do we create practices and rituals that fortify us and support us? And so as part of that practice, what we're doing this month is bringing three tools, uh, archetypal tools, into our practice. The first one was the knife. And we talked about the metaphorical application of the knife as a way to cut away what no longer serves, to carve out new beginnings, really um, the catalyst for learning something new, right? How do we embrace change by learning new ways to move through the world? This is the tool of the knife. And in our meditation practice, we placed it in the cave of the heart where it resides, so it's there. We can call on that tool anytime we need it in practice or in life. And tonight, the tool that we are adding to the cave of the heart is the candlestick or the flame. And in nearly every single spiritual tradition out there, there is an honoring of the flame, right? For some, it is a symbol of purification or transformation or manifestation. For me, particularly in this season, the, the meaning of the candlestick that really, really sticks with me is the tenacity to ride a rough road, the tenacity to get through a rough patch, tenacity meaning perseverance or like to hold on and continue to exist. And I love this element of determination that we're going to bring into our practice tonight, right? Because I think it's really easy to forget that our practice can have a fire to it, especially when you look at, you know, every single time you, um, I mean, not that we're really walking through grocery stores these days, but let's assume we've all been to one in the last six months, and I'm willing to bet in the checkout aisle you've seen a magazine with some yoga person sitting on the front of it, like with their legs crossed and their fingers doing the little first finger and thumb together, chin mudra, right? Looking super zen and peaceful and talking about how mindfulness is going to save us all in this crisis, which I agree with. <laughs> However... I don't know that it's necessarily zen and lovely and light-filled all the time, right? So sometimes fire, sometimes the flame 
can symbolize the ability to rise up from failure or the passion and creativity it takes to create something, to bring something new to life. And also fire can represent the ability to burn to the ground what no longer serves. And there's just as much a place for that in our meditation practice as there is light and love and silence and beauty. These are all intermingled. And if we think we can leave one element out, we're leaving them all out to some degree. It can't always be love, light, silence, and bliss, because if it was, we would be lying to ourselves, right? Maybe not intentionally, I get that, but we would be lying to ourselves. Sometimes we have got to burn to the ground what no longer serves. And there are a lot of meditation practices out there, not made up, historical, lineage-based meditations that involve the visualization of fire within the body as an element of burning away. And when I work with private students and I bring these in, almost without fail, the discussion that follows starts with, but, dot, dot, dot. Like, I liked it, but I don't want to burn this thing away. Or what about this particular element that I want to hold on to? And like, I want to kind of just have the fire in a little tiny package over here that I can control. And that's not really how fire works, right? And we don't get to like, just let it live in a pretty little fire pit to one side of the yard, right? (laughs) Fire doesn't want to do that. Fire wants to burn. And so what I'm going to invite for us today is rather than rapid fire go through all the things that you don't want to burn and the what ifs and the buts, what if we just carved out this practice to say, what am I ready to let go of? Have you ever really ridden on a rough road? When I say that I have like one particular memory that comes to mind so clearly, and it involved, (laughs) it involved my in-laws and we were like in a mountain somewhere on a family vacation. (laughs) There was all of us crammed in an SUV. So every single seat was taken by an adult. So we're all crammed in. And there was like a wrong turn somewhere. And we're on a road that clearly was meant for like off-road Jeeps and not like a Kia Sonata or whatever we were in. Literally, it just felt like your head was going to bounce off. We were like bouncing so bad in the seat. It was scary. Truly, we were like, are we going to fall off the side of the mountain? And what we were not doing in the car in that moment was holding on to all this stuff in the car, right? Like literally it was like, can you roll down the windows and chuck that suitcase out? Because it keeps hitting me in the back of the head. So it's gone now. Get rid of it. Lighten up the load. Move the things that you keep repeatedly banging into and figure out how to lighten up enough to fly over these bumps. Right? And that's what we have to do internally as well. It's like, what are we here to let go of? What lesson 
have you already learned 47 times? And I know you have because I have too. And I know I will learn it again in some form or fashion next year because this is what we do. But every time we practice is an opportunity to burn as much of it away as possible so that we really do have the capacity to rise up from the ashes, to create, to generate, right? I said it last week and I'm going to say it again this week too. You know, when we're asleep, we clamor for what was. And when we're awake in the transitions and we're bolstered by these archetypal tools, we don't have to clamor for what was. We feel courageous enough to say, I am going to let that outdated, unserving thing burn because I know I can create something better. Yeah? And this goes outside and inside. Always with our meditation practice, it works that way, right? We are talking about the grand scheme, multiple pandemic state of the world that is not asking for, but demanding our attention and engagement and participation. And equally, we are talking about internally in my own body, in my own lived experience, What is demanding my attention? What do I need to address? And yes, we'll have practices that are quiet and beautiful and light-filled. And yes, we will have practices that make the foundation crumble a little bit because it needs to, right? And so this practice is going to be a little bit of both. Yeah. So if you've got a candle tonight, light it and just have it somewhere near you. So like, you know, have it a foot to six feet in front of you if you can, and just kind of down where you can softly gaze at it. And if you don't have a candle in front of you tonight, it's totally fine because I have three behind me that you might be able to just sort of stare at softly, right? So you can do that too. And when you're ready, you're going to find a comfortable seat. You'll let your legs just uncross or recross. Let your hands rest onto your lap in a way that feels comfortable. And if it feels right tonight, you can close your eyes. And if that doesn't feel quite right, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And we're going to start here with a deep breath in and release a sigh. And we'll do that once more, inhaling deeply. Exhale out a sigh. And allowing your breath just to flow. taking a minute to feel yourself land right here in this practice. Mm 
And you might begin just by acknowledging the room that you're in. And the mood that you're in. And letting it all be just as it is. And perhaps silently, you'll say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that intention stated, Perhaps you'll feel yourself settle a little bit more fully into the body. Relaxing your hips and your thighs into the cushion or chair beneath you. Lifting up, lengthening the spine. Feeling the crown of the head reaching up and back. And the shoulders roll back and down so that you can sense space in the back of the neck. And letting the forehead smooth out and broaden. And the skin around the eyes softens. The lips, the jaw, even the tongue, they all relax. Perhaps you feel your breath flowing in and out. And your breath moving out across the collarbones and allowing the collarbones to spread and settle. And the chest to rise and fall. And the belly to expand and contract. And as you feel yourself settling into this easy, relaxed breath, 
you'll bring to mind the candle flame. And if you choose, you can even softly open your eyes just to gaze at that candle flame. For a moment, taking in the light and the movement. Every breath. Feel as if you are drawing that flame a little closer to you. Every breath, the flame moving closer and closer and closer until the eyes close once again and you feel or see the flame land inside your body. And as you know that you are safe and supported, we'll take time to simply breathe and allow that flame to burn. Letting it do what it will. Sometimes it might be stationary. Sometimes it spreads and grows. And our only work is to feel the breath and allow the flame to burn.
and as the fire burns through the body. Begin to feel your breath moving in and out from the center of the chest. As if you could draw each inhale directly in through the chest and exhale directly out through the chest. Letting your awareness and your energy Just reawaken that cave of the heart. And gradually we'll start to call that flame home. Letting the flame grow smaller. and smaller. Until we can set it inside the cave of the heart. Where it stays. An eternal flame. ready for use at any moment. And we let the breath start to move once again through the body. And we call to mind for just a moment, wind. Feeling the element of wind blow through the body. Blowing away the ash and smoke from that fire. And blowing away all that we've let go of. Call to mind rain. And we bring the element of rain into the body, washing away any last remnants of what was. 
washing away the remnants of lessons we have already learned. begin to bring in the dirt, the rich, dark earth that we plant in this bare ground. As much of it as you can bring in. Filling the body with potential. with creativity, with passion. We invite in the moonlight, feeling the cool nourishment of the moon, filling every corner, every particle of the body. Cooling us, balancing us, As our practice comes to an end, take a moment to feel yourself here, resting 
and waiting in the darkness. And perfectly prepared for the coming light. Feeling your breath deepen as you're ready here. And gradually wiggling your fingers and your toes. And so slowly, when you are ready, you'll let your eyes just barely crack open, taking in that first gaze of candlelight. Taking all the time you need to let your eyes open fully. And cherishing that bit of flame that you've just tucked away to use in any practice and in any moment. When you're ready, take a deep breath in. Release out a sigh. Letting go of the practice completely. And if you want to simply click off this call and go journal, I encourage you to journal about what you're ready to let go of. What lesson you're tired of learning, what you're ready to check out the window. And if you want to stay on the call, of course, you can unmute yourself, ask questions, share comments. I would love to chat. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at Meryl Arnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.